Electricast. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Welcome into Missing the Point. And on this week's edition, we're going to cover all of week one NFL. It's football season, baby. And I, I think I brought the biggest, second biggest, well, maybe the biggest football fan on the show with me, the real DK, Bob Kelly. This is the last Wednesday night that we have to say we have to wait. We've been waiting all summer long for football. We have now 17 straight weeks of football. How you doing? Man, that just makes my makes my heart beat. I'm a little nervous. I'm a little <laughs> excited. Like you know, the beginning of the football season is just so much emotions, man. Because it's like you still have optimism, or at least I still have one. Yeah. No, no, no. Like for the first time in a long time, Bobby, I don't envy you. <laughs> right? Like I think you have less optimism than yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Like if, if, if we go eight nine, I'm like, you know what? I kind of expect that. But yeah. I, just for those out there that are that are new or Artist uh, deeply connected as 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 Bobby and I. What what's going to happen? I'm just going to let you guys know what's going to happen in Bobby's life on his timeline on his social media before <laughs> we go into the week one of the NFL preview. <laughs> Weeks one through four. If the Cowboys are anything above two and zero, this year is their year. It's the ship, right? That is it. Like that's what we're looking for. Yeah, Weeks well. five through nine, depending on how they if if, if something happens and it's rocky, it's. It's it's burn the boats. It's burn it down, baby. <laughs> they burn the shit down. <laughs> they always do this to me. Fuck them. I'm just waiting for next year. And then what they always do, and they've done it for what the last 10, 12 years, Bobby. Yeah, yeah. Last year was a little bit of the opposite, honestly. But yeah, this is this is the usual. And then last four weeks, they find a way to to reel you back in, and then they get you believing yeah, that you know a wild card <laughs> or a divisional that they are. Everything that they that you thought they were in week three, and then disaster strikes. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready for it though. You know, like that's that, yeah, exactly. That's 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 where it is at this point. Is like, listen, I was broken at the end of last season. Okay, <laughs> I was broken. Like it just as 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 a human being. But you know, here we are, man. It's 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 the night before. Uh, it feels like deja vu. We got, we'll get there. We got Tampa again, but like, it's just, here we go. Can I ask you? It's going to be a long run. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not, not to rub it in before and not, not to get too off topic, but what was worse last year or the Des catch or not catch? Des catch. Des catch. Des catch will always be bad because that team 
it was going to be the Pats and the Cowboys in the Super Bowl, man. That was the year. You know, it wasn't that. That was 11, wasn't it? So it was going to be your undefeated Patriot or 07. No, no. Dez catch was was 11, right? It was 11. Right. Yeah, it was 11. We had, we had Julian Edelman as our as our corner. Then. Right. Yeah. That's <laughs> but yeah. No, Dez catch. Dez catch goes down in history, man, because we should have beat. We should have won that game. And we should have gone to the Super Bowl. And and like, there's so many different points in that Packers game that listen. Don't get me too off time. Right, right, one one last this. one, but <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'll say it for myself too. One last one. Uh, Romo is the is the plate is the kick holder or last year. That feels equal. Like that feels like a pretty good comparison. It was equal. Yeah. No, it is. It is. Yep. Yeah. Last year was rough. Listen, before before we get into you know. <laughs> My positivity. Let me bring it back to last year real quick. It just the the positivity of a team that I saw through exactly what you said. We it extended last week until that Patriots game. So it was like week one through seven just was so different. But then that Denver game brought out those old demons. And then from then on out, you just saw it leaking through at times. And just by the time I got to San Francisco, honestly, I had already gotten to the point where I was like, they're going to lose this fucking game. Like I, I, I knew it was going to happen. So like, it didn't hurt as much. And yeah. then what, and then the way it happened, man, like I saw uh, a meme that was a uh, impractical jokers where it was all three of them. You know how they like sit behind on the mic and they're like, tell them to do this. And then they, <laughs> uh, it, there was a little conversation bubble. And I said, tell them to run a draw up the middle with 12 seconds left. And they're like all laughing and shit. And I was like, oh, God damn it, man. Like, I mean, I sent that to you after it happened and we almost, okay. So you sent it to me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, We almost stopped talking, but I'm glad that you can look at it now and, and, and and kind of laugh. But like, if you want to ask me, just to be clear, what's worse, Ray Rice in 09 or last year, last year's worse. That Buffalo loss was disgusting. Yeah. yeah, Absolutely disgusting. So, you know, you know, what's amazing is like, so we're at, we're at the beginning now. Right. So like, Last year's Buffalo loss for you. What was that? It was 40. It was, yeah, it was a lot to, to nothing. Uh, yeah, it was rough. <laughs> the boys are, you know, Dak, Dak's back in town. So it's, it's, it's a new beginning. And all those past demons, at least for the next three, three to six weeks. Yeah, three <laughs> to six weeks are, 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 are gone. You know, go ahead. All right. Listen, I'm with you, but we've, there's too much to look forward to to sit here and harp on the past so week one begins tomorrow night thursday night football nbc they're reigning defending super bowl champion los angeles rams host the buffalo bills this game is what i would imagine most people think of the, is, the, is the best uh the best matchup against the two best teams in football and right now it's like i said it's buffalo's favored by two and a half which really is five and a half because the home team always gets three. Yeah. And over under for this game is 52. So what are you looking for out of this game, Bobby? And, and I guess, who do you expect to come to come away? Listen, that's, that's such a surprising, surprising line. When you, when, when, when you think about the Rams just winning the Super Bowl and them pretty much retooling, you know what I mean? Like they lost Von Miller, but they got Bobby Wagner. They, they lost Odell Beckham and Robert Woods, but they got Allen Robinson. You yep. know what I mean? So, like, 
even even the pieces they lost, they went out and got dudes that are equal or like just as good. And the Bills added Von Miller. I mean, they, they didn't do much else besides that. Um, yeah. And and it just it it just feels like a lot of Bills hype to me on this game. It really does. I, I think I like the Rams in this game. I just think you know we we've seen it before. Patriots have had this game many many times. Man, this is the Super Bowl game. This is where you get your rings. This is this is the beginning of the new season. You're no longer champs, and I think the Rams. I think they're gonna come out and and at least they're definitely going to cover that plus two and a half. I mean, I can, I can definitely tell you that I, I can't believe the bills are favored in this game. That, that that's what jumps out of the page to me. It's like, how, how is Vegas going to tell me the bills are favored over the defending Super Bowl champs? I just don't get it. Also like the bills are starting backups, the corner. I mean, when you, when, right, when right. you really think about this, I mean, you, you have, is it, is it Kyrie Elam at, or Christian Benford? Like that one is, you know, Elam is Buffalo's first round pick out of Florida. And then you have Benford was the sixth round selection out of, out of Villanova. Yeah. And that's your starting. And if either one of those, uh, either one of those players is going to start opposite of, uh, of Dane Jackson, which by the way, like he's not a shutdown corner either. So the fact that the fact that Buffalo is favored by, you know, two and a half points, especially as we just mentioned, like when the home team usually gets three, what just, what what does Vegas know about Stafford's elbow that we don't? That are, that's that's where you're going to take this. You're going to go that yeah. route. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, it's always sketchy when you see those ad heavy websites dropping that like Stafford's elbow is okay and things like that. So like right. I, I I I hear you, but you you really think that's that's actually a thing? I mean, I guess. Well, okay, so it, let's let's assume that uh, Stafford is a, a thousand percent healthy. Mm-hmm. In what world does that offense not throw up thirty-five points against uh, a, 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 a backup secondary? Like, so what yeah. do they know? Yeah, fair. All right, fair. And the over/under, and the over/under is only fifty-two. So they're expecting that this could be right around a, a twenty-eight to twenty-six game. And you're telling me that Stafford can't pick apart uh, a rookie secondary? Well, to be fair, that's just, that's the tied for the highest over under on the week. So, well, right. Well, it's but it's Josh Allen and Matthew and, Stafford. and Matthew Stafford. No, you're right. You're right. Listen, you're right. I don't know, man. Like I said, it doesn't make sense to me. I, I if 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 there's any reason why the Bills would be favored in this game, it, it is something to do with like an injury or like something that we just don't know about because there there is no. There's there's literally no reason for it unless it's just <laughs> the the public just pounding the bills. So I don't know what it opened up at, but I don't know, man. That's, That's a hell of a line. It, it is a hell of a line. It, it kind of, it kind of throws me off for the for like the whole game. You know what I mean? Like what? Wow. So you're taking Buffalo? No, I'm taking the Rams. I'm taking the, I'm taking the Rams and the points in this game. One hundred percent. Listen, they're getting their rings. The, the hype's going to be up. I haven't seen, uh, when was the last time the Super Bowl champion lost on open night? I, I, I feel like it's mostly didn't, Super Bowl. Didn't Dallas beat Tampa Bay last year? No, Dallas lost. It was a great game, great game, but Dallas lost them. Year before that, it was, uh, the Chiefs were the, the team in the year before that. I, 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 yep, you know, I don't know when the last time uh, that happened was, but, what I do know is that 
I wish we had a I wish we had a producer present like a, like a look it up for us. You like, know, a, like, like, a, like a stat geek. Yeah, like do you remember remember stat guy from Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. From, yeah. Yeah. Now he has his now he has his own show. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. But yeah, anyways. So we're both taking the ramps in hundred percent. I mean, it just it, it it shouts at me that that the Bills are are just the 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 hype team for for coming into this year because they are a hundred percent and I get it. Listen, Josh Allen, you, you know you got Gabriel Davis, you got Stefan Diggs, Singletary, Von Miller, you got all the Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde. Like I get it, but the Super Bowl champs are coming into town. They're getting their rings, and like that place is gonna be hyped. So, you know, I know L.A. is known to be fair weather fans, but it's it's the Super Bowl champs coming in ready to defend their title. I, I don't see in that the stadium down, that they know, won I, their title. Right. In the stadium, they won the title. <laughs> it just it just it blows my mind that we're looking at Bill's minus two and a half for this game. Pound the Rams and it's 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 on. It's Let me give you my hot take. I, I, I think the Rams win by more than a touchdown. Yeah. OK, I'm with it. I, that would so. It would surprise me more if the Bills won by more than a touchdown than if the Rams won by more than a touchdown. 100%. I'm with you. Yeah. Next game on the docket, as those of you that are watching on YouTube are my, my favorite. New England Patriots visiting the uh, Miami Dolphins. Oh, God. This, you know, we've heard all week from, from Bill that says, well, the, you know, the preseason, you know, the first four weeks of the year are really just an extension of the preseason. We don't, we're trying to figure things out. I think this will either be Miami wins by more than 14 or the Patriots win by three. The, that's I, I, I still just can't wrap my mind around who's going to cover Tyree Hill if Jalen Waddell is healthy, even if he's not healthy. I mean, you're, you're going to put your number two corner on on him. So like he wins that. You get Matt Kisecki, you and you better hope that your fast, nimble, safety-like linebackers can cover. I think this has all the makings for a blowout uh, in Miami and in favor of Miami. But I'm going to start the season optimistically and say that I think that this might be one of the weeks where everybody's going to, you know, at, on Sunday or Sunday afternoon, Monday morning, are going to say, well, maybe the Dolphins were overhyped. Maybe we gave them too much. Or they're 0-1 when they just lost to the Patriots, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to take the Patriots uh, at, you know, like I'm going to say by three points by a field goal. Miami's favored by three and a half. So, again, that 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 tells you that this is basically a pick because it's in Miami. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's proven, too, by the over-unders for the year because they're both at eight and a half. So, right. so Vegas is really telling us that they think these teams are equal. And I think that just goes to show you how much more confidence Vegas has in Bill Belichick. Right, and how much right. more confident, you know what I mean? How much more confidence the world has in Bill Belichick than any other coach that's ever existed, which is 100% warranted. Now, I, I have a couple questions for you, you know, being the Patriots fan here amongst the two of us is like, is this the lowest your expectations have been going into a season since we've known each other? A hundred percent, right? There's no doubt about that. Uh, can I counter that? Yeah. This is the most important home uh, opening game of Bill Belichick's career. To see what he's actually 
to see what yeah to see what to see what he's Should've actually see what he's actually made of to see uh, if this new offensive scheme that they tried to instill over the last six months actually worked and they were just fucking with us all. But I, I think yeah, this is like this is now nut cutting time. We need we need to figure it out. But I mean, to your original question, I think 09 was. Uh, I, I didn't have a lot of expectations. You and I actually watched that game together back at uh, back back in the condos. That was Brady's first game back after the torn ACL against the Bills. He brought them back to win by, I, I think uh, it was like three or yeah three points or something like that. Was it the Bills or the Steelers? I, I, either way, uh, Brady. It, it was Brady to Watson in, in 2009, which is just absolutely wild to to, to think about. But you know, like I didn't have the I didn't have high hopes then. Uh, but for me, like this, this is the most important, uh, the most important opening game of, of Belichick's career. But like to you, can I just tell you? Can I just tell you one thing? That's not a fucking answer. That's not. <laughs> this, that's not an answer at all. Listen, it has to be. It My has- expectations for this team are low, very low, very low. And you, so, amongst amongst the Patriots fans on the podcast, right? Yours are the lowest of the three of them. Without no, a doubt, that doesn't sound right, Bobby. It, no, it, no, it can't be true. <laughs> I'm typically a glass half full type of guy. That's bullshit. <laughs> it it just, I feel, I just feel like exactly what you, if eight and nine. So you said this at the very if eight and nine happens this season for the Patriots, that's a good season to me, man. I I no, just really, yeah, but it isn't though because they went ten and seven last year with the rookie quarterback. It was the AFC so much better this year, so much better. Is it? It is. No, AFC is really good. Our schedule year. isn't that much harder though. I mean, the first four games suck, but there's there's like a four in the middle there where you got the Bears, the Lions, the Jets. But now, if the the thing is, I'll just I'll, I'll cut myself off. The Jets. Are just a, a, a you know a, a game that you know you're going to win anymore. You they they had a excellent draft. Yahoo would have given them an A minus, just like they gave me last night. They had an excellent draft. That was you. You were the top guy. You were right. the A minus. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I was right. right below you. I was the B. But anyways, yeah, keep going. Yeah, yeah keep going. So, like <laughs> as I said before, you, you can go back listen to any show notes. I, I whether it's with Karen Garigian or whether it was with all of us. I said there's a real possibility that the Patriots are closer to the Jets in this division than they are the Bills. Yeah, and I believe that. And yeah. I and the fact that me, as to your point, who is usually the most pessimistic Patriot fan that you talk to, I it sounds like I'm part of the majority now. Like no one has high hopes for this year, but yeah. I'm not going to spin it. If they, I promise you, you can bookmark it now. If they finish eight nine, this 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 season is a failure, an abject failure. A year and a half after you spend two hundred million guaranteed dollars to to secure your uh, your offense. Yeah. F that. Okay, fair, fair. Next on the list, Mike. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so, what do you think? So you you said if if you had. Who, who are you picking in this game? Patriots by, <laughs> Patriots by three. Patriots by three, okay. Also, everyone out there, if you go listen, uh, everyone knows we're also on the 617. Go check our uh, 617 podcast where we just broke down this game in like full detail. Joe and Ray really went into went to town on this game yesterday. It was a good podcast, even from a non-Pats fan. But I, I'm going I'm going Pats too. I just don't see... Bill, Bill doesn't... I can't remember. You guys lost last week to Miami with one, didn't you? Sure did. Yeah, okay. 
I just don't trust Tua, man. I don't trust uh, Tua. Did we? Yeah, no, it was a great game. It was a game, I think, like you guys fumbled at the goal line or some shit. Or was that two years ago? Yeah, no, it all blends that was together. Cam. But, I mean, Miami did start one and seven last year, so it wouldn't surprise you if they're, if they're <laughs> one person against right us. And, and we did start one and three. So. Okay. But, yeah, no, I'm I'm going to pick the Pats. I'm with you. I'm going Pats by three. Um, This is this is actually, I have them in, in an underdog parlay for this week uh, for one of oh. them. It just... It, it it screams to me that opening round, that opening week, like seventeen to ten game or something like that. Yeah, go ahead. Tap it into last week's uh, uh, show with DK that you can find here in the show notes. Where you went over all the lines, huh? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Moving on to the next trash, uh, the next uh, dumpster fire. We have the, the Saints versus the Falcons. This is this not not your not the Saints you remember, not the Falcons you remember. We have quarterback Jameis Winston squaring off against quarterback Marcus Mariota. The line right now is uh, New Orleans at minus five and a half, which again is really eight <laughs> because they're not home. They're traveling to the other Mercedes-Benz Dome to face the Falcons. Uh, Over-under is 42. I think, you know, this could be a game where, uh, where we have to pick somebody because somebody actually has to win. Although I'd love to see these two teams tie, my, my gut's telling me though uh, that you're going to see the Saints suffer without uh, without uh, Sean Payton. It isn't going to happen this game though. Uh, this is a game that Jameis Winston, Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, regardless of how how healthy he is when he shows up, and that 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 New Orleans Saints defense. I think that they're going to. This is going to be an absolute shellacking. I have the Saints winning this game by by 14 or more. I like that a lot. I, I think the Falcons are in play for for worst record this year. Uh, <laughs> and and if you look up and down that roster, there is there's maybe I mean, is there an all pro on that entire roster? If, Kyle if Pitts. You, that's it. Right. Period. That's it. Um, <laughs> I mean, I mean their skill players aren't terrible. Like, I would compare them. Listen, to- I'm not saying they're terrible. There's yeah, just they're no one. No. There, there's not one person not one. that you're like, well, that you're like I want him. I there's want him two. on my fantasy team. There's, right. not there's, two. there's not two. There's not two. There's Kyle Pitts, and that's it. And there's no one on the defense. I mean, I, I literally can't. No, God, no. I can't name one player on their defense right now off the top of my head. So I'm with you on this. I, I think the Saints are a good pick for like an underdog. You know what I mean? Underdog team of the year, just because, you know, Dennis Allen was there. The team knows him, although he was one of the worst coaches I've ever seen in my life in <laughs> Oakland. But but we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, I feel like he's had some time under Sean Payton and, you know, things are going to be all right this year. Also, watch out for Jameis. I feel like he could have one of his like 30, 25 seasons this year. I feel like that's on the table. Get ready for Sunday afternoon, Monday, uh, Monday morning on whatever network you watch where it says, is this Jameis's year? Because he's going to throw, he's going to go 33 of 41 for 450 yards, four touchdowns and one pick. Yeah, agreed. 100%. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, moving down, uh, we have the, the 49ers, Trey Lance's 49ers, taking on DK Sissel's own Chicago Bears. This is at Soldier Field. Mm-hmm. This is... This, the the 49ers are favored by seven points. It's seven points, and the Bears are home. Over-under is just over 40. I think the, the real takeaways from this game are going to be, what is uh, 
how what is Trey Lance's ability to run the offense that uh oh boy I'm 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 really just blanking on this guy's name. Kyle Shanahan's offense. Like, Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, Can he actually run it? Uh, and and does is he going to be a serviceable replacement? I know that we, we you know uh, San Francisco has done a pretty good job of controlling the narrative and 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 keeping the room quiet. Jimmy G just restructured. So weird. That whole thing is so weird. Man. Just re- restructured his contract so that he makes less this season than Trey Lance. Uh, which again, good for Jimmy for doing that. You got uh, Debo Samuel. I mean, you had uh, Kittle. This is this is this should be an offensive juggernaut and. So the keys to this game for San Francisco are seeing how advanced Trey Lance is. The keys to this game for Chicago is don't let Justin Fields fucking die on the field. That's it. That's just that's it. The key just... to, that's the key to the season, right? Yeah. Well, like, I, I just, the Bears are so weird to me this year, man. This is going to be a weird year for the Chicago Bears. But, I mean, uh, the 49ers to me with, with Trey Lance is, it could be, it, there's there's no bigger team that to have uh there's no bigger discrepancy between a ceiling and a in a basement for a team this year in the NFL than the 49ers. I feel like they lessen that a little bit with the whole Jimmy G thing signing the to the backup quarterback. But like that's so weird to me, man. Imagine so I just want to like lay this out for you. Like imagine going into a new job, right? And and, and they hire you to be the president of the company, the dude that they think is going to make like a good company into the super into the the great company that's going to make billions of dollars. But right before the season's about to start, they're like, "Well, so there was the CEO that was here, but like he's kind of leaving, but we're going to have him like kind of in the wings waiting in case you fuck up, just in case, in case, in case shit just goes wrong." You know what yeah. I mean? Like in case you decide to run us into the ground, he's going to come pick up the slack and you're going to sit on the side and like watch this shit again. And it's like that, that, that mindset just, I feel like it would fuck with me. I don't know what kind of guy Trey Lance is, but like me in that position, I promise you, I'd be looking over my shoulder. Like what the fuck is this guy telling these dudes that he's been in contact with for the last five years? Right. You know what I mean? Like he knows them more than I do and like has been with them for more time. So I, I just feel like it would get in my head. So I feel like it has to be getting in. I'm a human being. He's got to be a human being, too. You know what I mean? So I don't know. The, the, the whole thing just wears me out. Jimmy G is taking this team to the uh, two out of the last three NFC t- championship games. Right. It's not like he hasn't been successful. Exactly. Right. It's just the whole the whole message to me throws me off. However, <laughs> the, the, the Bears are. I'm sorry, DK, maybe the basement of the NFL this year. You know what I mean? Like they're they're not gonna have a good season. And I can promise you that. So it it's 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 just like unknown versus really bad. And I'll take the unknown possibly good over the really bad every day of the week. I'll just say something good about uh, about the Bears. Uh, I think that you know what we saw last year is they they could not protect Justin Fields. Uh so they went out and, and they made sure that they, you know, they either drafted or secured offensive line help. In the offseason. The problem with that is, is that they let all of their offensive skill players go from, from the wide receiver position. So now uh, he might have time, but he has no one to throw to. Absolutely. He's got time to help them not get open. Right. Uh, but this does feel like a game that, that could go the Bears way. Right. I, I, I think 
it's the first game. It's it is Trey Lance. It isn't Jimmy G. It, I really want to pick the Bears. I'm taking the 49ers in this game. Uh, I don't I don't know if they'll cover, but I, I they'll they'll win by like six. Agreed. Agreed. That 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 seems about right to me. It it I wouldn't put hard earned money on the Bears in this game. I'm that that's that's where I'm at. Like I I wouldn't be surprised if the Bears won, but I wouldn't bet it. You know, it's one of those where, like, you know, if the Bears won this game, I'd be like, oh, wow, that's crazy. I would never put my my, my money down on that. <laughs> For all those listening, that means you need to go on the Bears right now. Oh, my God. You're right, so right. <laughs> right now. <laughs> I think next up is one of the most compelling matchups of, of week one. Uh, we have the new regime in, in Pittsburgh, uh, Mitchell Trubisky and the Steelers taking on the what could be the Super Bowl hangover slash runner-up uh, Cincinnati Bengals. This is at uh, at Paycor Stadium in Cincinnati, Ohio. The, the Bengals are favored by six and a half, which really isn't that much. I mean, again, home team always gets about three. Uh, Over-under is 45 or 44 and a half. Listen, I, I really believe that the Bengals are are for real. The 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 things that they needed to shore up, the things that we all thought were their biggest mistakes when mm-hmm. they drafted Jamar Chase instead of taking the offensive lineman, they've gone out and they've rectified. They they have uh, put money into that offensive line. So, will there be a Super Bowl hangover? Maybe. I I also want to give a credit, like we have been for the last couple of weeks, to Mike Tomlin. I think that the Steelers' quarterback position now is better than it was at this time last year. Big Ben was a just a, a shell of his over aggressive self. So I, I think that we have a, a real chance to see a better sealer team. That being said, the Bengals were a wagon, were an absolute wagon last year to the point where when when it looked like you should count them out, they won the game. So now it's making me it's making it hard for me to even believe that you're gonna count them out on, in week one. I think this that this is going to be a great game to watch, but I'm I'm taking the Bengals. Uh, I'll take them uh, over under is 44 and a half. Give me uh, Bengals 28 21. I like that. No, I like that a lot because I, I'm with you on the Bengals. the The offensive line was definitely the weak point, and they went out and they signed who did they got? They got I can't think of the names, but but they went out. <laughs> I can't, I literally can't think about them. But yeah, no. I'm with the Bengals, especially this year. And you know, I'm already a Steelers hater. Even though the biggest problem with that team over the last five years was the quarterback. Some would say 15 years, but. Well, I mean, fair. Depends who you're asking, I guess. <laughs> Shouldn't. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. Especially with, you know, the Super Bowl hangover thing with this team. I just don't see it because of who the quarterback is. You know what I mean? This dude. Joe Burrow is Joe Burrow, as I like to call him. Just is ice cold, man. He he's he's got ice water running through the veins like I've ever he got sacked seven times in a playoff game. Seven times. And one one. Get out of here. Like that 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 just shows me that like it doesn't matter to him. He 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 tore his ACL because the offensive line was terrible. Came back, the offensive line was still terrible and brought them to a goddamn Super Bowl. Shut up. It's just like the, the <laughs> Super Bowl hangover thing is just stop. It, it's not going to happen with this team. I believe in the Bengals this year. I'm with you. So, yeah, by, by at least seven, I think. 
lightly. I see a couple picks by Trubisky in this game, maybe like a two, two touchdown, three interception game. One of those where it's like, he kind of looks like he has it, but then every once in a while, it's just, no, it's still Mitchell Trubisky. It's still the Bengals and Joe Burrow is still in town. Jamar Chase is still in town. Joe Mixon's still in town. Like you just go down the rut. That wide receiver group is unreal. Taj Boyd, Tyler Boyd, Tyler Boyd. And who's the other one? Jamar Chase. And well, of course, Jamar Chase, but Higgins. Yeah, T. Higgins. It's just the 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 wide receiver rooms off the charts and i just see the Bengals trouncing the Steelers in week one come on agree uh then we have the eagles your favorite your favorite divisional uh rival taking on the detroit lions this will be at ford field with uh the philadelphia eagles are favored by four points uh the over under is 48 and a half so they think that this either they think it's going to be i think that 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 means they think that they think it's going to be a blowout. Let me just tell you this about the Eagles. This is the year for Jalen Hurts to uh, to prove that he belongs in the NFL. You have Jalen Hurts starting a quarterback. You have a really good wide receiver uh, or running back room, and then you went out and with with Devonta Smith, you then added AJ Brown. I think you was Zach was Zach Pascal there last year. I think they added him too. I think they added him. Yeah, yeah. I don't so think you've added some some good depth at, at, at wide receiver. And Pascal that's, from from the Colts back in the day. I don't know about the back in the day. Uh, he's uh, it's his fifth year. Okay, fifth, from right. Old Dominion. Yeah. Okay. And then you have the guy that replaced Zach Ertz. Is it? Uh, it's Dal- Yeah, Dallas Goddard as your tight end. Like this. This should be a great year for Jalen Hurts. This defense also added some uh, some firepower in the offseason. They are they are my pick to win the NFC East. I was overruled in that in, in that but you overruled me. So it doesn't matter what I say now. You and I are on the same team. You overruled me. Uh but this is a game that will I, I promise you it will not be close. If that over under is 48 and a half it's because it's going to be 35-14 Eagles over the lines. Yeah, the the general public is is 65% Eagles, 35% Lions. So, I mean, the general public's definitely with you on that. I, I just, I don't want to overreact to Jalen Hurst based off this game. I'm just, I'm, I'm putting it out there right now. Uh, I'm with you. Well, let me ask you a question. If he has a terrible yeah. game, will you overreact to it? Yeah, of course. You know, how they, you know how they, <laughs> no, no, you can't have it both ways. <laughs> yes, I can. I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm allowed to do that. Yeah, no, the Eagles are going to win this game. I, I, I agree with you there. The only thing that I took out. So, so, did you watch Hard Knocks? Yeah, the guy can sing Billy Jean, bro. Like that's. But I, he, I tried to. So the problem with Hard Knocks is. For the five episodes that you watch, you believe that you are watching a team that is figuring shit out. Yeah. <laughs> 100%, bro. And I, I just, the coaching staff, uh, they don't seem that good. I don't know. It just, it, it just kind of seems like, so they went the way of like, you know, all the players. Like you look around and it's like literally every position coach is a former player from the D coordinator, the linebackers sure. coach, the offensive line coach. And I just I I feel like it, it's it's a, a possible way to success, but just watching that team, they just seem so undisciplined. And it just seems like, at least for week one, 
like week one of like full speed football, that team doesn't look ready. So right. I'm with you. I think the I think the Eagles try to align anymore. I think you know. I think Dan Campbell is a guy that uh, that can motivate people. I think that he's a guy that I'd probably want to have a drink with. But when it comes down to game planning, I'm not sure that based on what I've seen that he has it to win. He seems now, like a he seems like a bigger Jason Garrett to me. If you look at what what he does, like when you look at Hard Knocks, right? Uh, I don't mean to like go off on a Lions tangent, but like when you look at Hard Knocks, right? It it just doesn't seem like he does anything, does it? Like it does. He he's not like ever game planning. He's not ever doing that. He just walks in and he's like, "Listen, men, we are we are this man." Yes, and grit and grind and, and and we're we're gonna be the hardest fighting team. And then they're like in the game, they just show him on the sideline, just like yeah, like it just he 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 just looks like a bigger Jason Garrett to me. Just take and it I, from from one Ford lover, you know, to another. I I own a Ford. The Fords own the Lions. It stands for Found on Road Dead, and that's where you can find the Lions after this game. Next, we have uh, the Ravens versus the Jets. This should be a blowout. Should be a blowout. Seven-point line, and and that's Baltimore favored by seven at the Jets. Over-under is 44.5. I get it. The Jets Jets had a phenomenal draft. I always crap all over Lamar Jackson. But when it just comes to head coaching. It's a a funny analogy to use for Lamar Jackson. (laughs) When it comes comes to... When it when it comes to just offensive skill and then coaching ability, this has the Ravens written all over it. I mean, I I, I think I think it may, if it's close, that's sad. But I, I have I, I have the Ravens here. Uh, sorry, twenty eight sixteen. Yeah, I mean, so I, I'm I'm with you on the Jets. That 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 draft was amazing. It was one of the best drafts. One drafts. Drafts I've seen from the from the Jets in a long time. Uh, you know they got Sauce, they got Garrett Wilson. So like they they did work in that first round. But do we know if Zach Wilson's playing in this game yet? I, I'm pretty sure this is Joe Flacco, right? You mean the Mormon Milf Hunter? Yeah, the Mormon Milf Hunter, right? Do we know if the if the Milf Hunter Extraordinaire is going going in Week One? I I, I mean, if it's Joe Flacco, then. Maybe he gets up a little bit. Maybe he gets up a little bit because he, he's going against his former team. But it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Joe Namath could walk out of that field in his prime, and the Jets aren't going to beat the Ravens. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah, no, we we don't need to spend much more on this. It, it, it's going to be Ravens by a lot. I, I can't believe it's only seven and a half. That that makes me think that seven seven. That makes me think that which is think- really ten though. Remember that's ten because the the Baltimore's away. This is a 14-point game. You know what I mean? You look at this game, if the Ravens are who we think they are with Lamar and and even with, with the wide receiver core, you know, missing Hollywood Brown, it doesn't matter. The Ravens should win this game by 14 if they think if we if they are who we think they are. To, to quote Mr. Singletary, it, I just don't get that one. It, it kind of throws me off a little bit. I don't know. Isn't I think Dennis they think, Green. Dennis Green. Yeah, Dennis Green. Yeah, sorry. I, I got I got the quotes mixed up. Okay, yeah, we'll just we'll we'll, we'll just cut that in post. Uh, do, <laughs> do we want to spend any time? No, at all? what were the Singletaries? <laughs> Singletaries was uh, well, 
Uh, oh, you want? I want winners. I want winners. I want winners. Okay. Can't do. Right. Can't coach with them. Can't win with them. Can't do it. Won't. <laughs> can't do it. Won't do oh. it. Can't do it. Can't win with them. Won't. Do you want? Do you, do we even want to talk about the Jaguars versus the Commanders? Wow, what a terrible game! What a terrible is that? Is that so? Th- these are our one PM games, right? Yeah, that's gonna be the game we shown on Red Zone because that's what we're all watching week one, right? That, that's what everyone's uh, watching. Yeah, hopefully soon to be a sponsor. But fair enough. Carson Wentz sucks. He's a he, he's a loser. I'm I'm rooting for uh, uh for for the Jaguars because if they don't do it this year, like they're going to destroy destroy the future of their quarterback. That's so sad because Trevor Trevor Lawrence has had the highest upside I can remember since like Andrew Luck coming out, right? He lost he lost twelve and a half times more last year than he ever lost in his entire career before. That's unbelievable. Let's say I, I just look at the Jags this year. It's like they had the worst situation we've ever seen, which was called here on missing the point from day one by by you mostly. I agreed with you though. Listen, that 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 Urban Meyer regime was was doomed from the beginning, man. And it was the worst head coaching regime I've ever seen in my entire life. So there's got to be worth at least two, three wins this year. Uh, uh, but yeah, we don't need to talk about it much more. Eh? This Great. is going to be a rough season for both of them. I'm going to pick the Jags in this Same. game just because Carson Wentz still has, if there's ever a quarterback that keeps demons in his head and, oh, and yeah. gets it in his own head is Carson Wentz. And he just had the worst loss of his career against, yeah, against the Jags at the end of last season so i'm going with you i'm with the jets browns and panthers so we have baker mayfield going up against his old team he is the home team carolina is fit is favored in this game by it's it's carolina minus one and a half and then the home team so that's again it's a pick them over under 43 this is the deshaunless cleveland browns the first 11 games they do have amari cooper so their wide receiving core is exponentially better than it was last year regardless of who's throwing the ball. I think Baker shows up this game. So I, I think this if, if there's going to be a game that he has, a game of the year, it's probably going to be week one. I actually think the Panthers are, are going are gonna to win by uh, by 10. My, my final score is, uh, is, Jesus, it was 31-20. But, I mean, I, I don't think the Browns are going to be terrible. If they can be five and six, four and seven by the time Deshaun gets uh, comes back from suspension, then the, the, that, the, that, that's a great, great way to hold this out. But I think, you know, and also for you Carolina Panther fans, uh, like take a picture because we, we have no idea how much longer McCaffrey's going to be healthy this season. So like, that's this is the first time you get to see Baker Mayfield, Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, all in the same field. I'm going Panthers all the way. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I think I think the Panthers are a good candidate for underdog of this year, but I I don't think it'd be understated. Listen, Jacoby Jacoby Brissett last year was so bad in Miami. He was he was so bad, man. Like he was unwashable at times. You know, he had his he had his moments in New England. He had his moments. Where where was he after New England? He went somewhere else. Indy, and he got into a play. Yeah, yeah, in Indy, but in Miami last year, man, he was really, really, really bad. And he has to play 11 games for that. So uh, I think it's going to be a really tough start to the season for the Browns. And I'm also with you on Baker, man. 
If there's one thing about Baker, is he he thrives off being a dick, be, be, be being just just an asshole to the to the outside world and being like fuck you, you gave up on me. I think this is a Baker game, man. I think this is the game that we see Baker throw for three, four touchdowns. Uh, I, I'm with you on this. Like you said, everyone's healthy in Carolina for for the short extent every year, and they yep. look like they look like they're they're on the rise. So I, I'm with you. I think Carolina wins this game with ease, uh, and and we're we're just like every single season, like where we were last year, last two three years, talking about oh, is this Carolina's year after week one? I can't wait. I can't. Side note, I can't wait for week one overreactions. Those oh. that's that's my favorite time of the year. Where yours, we dice. yours for Philly is going to be great. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for it. Listen, <laughs> I where we dissect one game of football for every team. Like it's like just the entire years where we're like, listen, this team sucked this week, so it's over. It's, it's over. Done. I can't. I. I can't wait. <laughs> that we have uh, Matt Ryan's Indianapolis Colts he- heading down to Houston to face the Texans. Uh, this is the last of the of, of the one o'clock slot. Uh, Indy is favored by seven, so this is the ten point game. Is what the what what Vegas is saying over under is forty five and a half. I'm here to tell you right now, Matt Ryan is a choke artist. I mean he he is. What Dan Marino is t- is thought of uh, uh, by our generation, except he's just not even on his same level. He 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 gets his team to a Super Bowl. He gets up twenty to three, and they lose that. I bring that up because he's never been the same since. That's gonna haunt him forever, man. Haunt him, haunt him. And you know what? I know. Uh, if you listen to our previous show, I'm going to go ahead and correct myself. The Texans, they had a good draft. They will be without uh, John Mechie for a good portion of, of this year, if not, <laughs> if not if not, the full year. That's not funny. I'm uh, sorry. Right, you shouldn't have laughed. But I, the reason why he was laughing was because I, I did say that John Mechie would play. Had no, I completely forgot that what, 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 what his circumstances with, the, with, with leukemia. What I will say is, I'm picking I was Houston. laughing at you. Yeah, I know. I'm with you. I, I, I'm picking Houston in this game. I, I think that, I think Andy's going to have a good year, but I the overreaction will be for me next week <laughs> when Andy loses to Houston and I get to come out and say, I told you about Matt Ryan. He sucks. This team's going to win four games and then they win 12. But I think Davis Mills is a serviceable quarterback. I, I think he gets a lot of shit thrown on him as being one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. I don't think that that's true. I think that uh, Braden Cooks had a rejuvenating year at Houston last year. Uh, and I think that if there's ever a time for Houston to steal a win, it's gonna be the, it's gonna be this game. So I'm gonna take Houston by six in this game. Yeah, no, I'm with you on this. You've been with so, me this whole way. So I know this is weird. It's weirded me out. <laughs> Why don't you go first next time? Yeah, I mean, I might have to. I don't. I'll throw you off and not tell you which game we're going to yet. No, I I just if there's a game that so let me back up a little bit. Davis Mills first. I doubted you on Davis Mills since since we, we, we you started talking like since, this, since since you've been like this guy's not that bad. I think he's pretty good. The more I read and the more I dig into Davis Mills, the more I kind of like him, man. I'm not gonna pretty lie. Good. Um, yeah, no, he he like you you told me he was the quarterback. I think it was the quarterback eleven from week twelve on from last yeah. year in fantasy football and. 
since you said that, like, I don't know if you've noticed, but like, I've kind of teetered off on my shit talking because when you said that, I looked it up and I was like, oh, that's absolutely correct. Like he kind of he kind of put up numbers at the end of last year. I still think this Houston team is I don't know what they're doing down there, because every time I look at like a player that was good in fantasy football for like six weeks in 2018, their starting player on the Houston Texans. Like it was like Philip Lindsay, Mark Ingram, Brandon Cook, Rex Burkhead is their Rex, starting line. Rex Burkhead. Like it just is like the, the, the who's who of fantasy football stardom of six weeks back in 2018. Yep. But I'm kind of with you on Davis Mills, man. And, and I'm also with you. Listen, I love BC. I'm, I'm a BC Eagles fan till I die. And I love Matt Ryan. But he's such a choke artist. So listen, even going back to the BC days, I'll, oh. I'll throw I'll throw it down to that where he had the best game I've ever seen. He beats Virginia Tech on this wild throw across the field where it's like, oh my god, this team might actually do it. They lost to Maryland the next week to Zolax Maryland. Like, get out of here! I, I I'm out on Matt Ryan. If there was if there was a funnier quarterback to replace Carson Wentz in Indianapolis, it's Matt Ryan. So I'm with you. The Jaguars also, by the way, have a tendency of beating the Colts week one. Well, they're playing the Texans. Oh my bad. The the Jaguars have a tendency <laughs> of winning week one. So just throwing yes. that down. Uh, what I would also just want to let you know is that uh, side note: I'm a I'm a big uh, Lovey Smith fan, and he's already proven that he can take uh, a Below average quarterback to Super Bowl. Yeah, he needed an all world defense. I'm not saying that the Texans are going to the Super Bowl, but all I am saying is that they're not going to win two, like they're going to win more than two games this year. The they will wrong. Why did I start talking about the Jaguars? What the hell was wrong with it? Uh, uh, CTE, but I, I think, <laughs> I, I, I think you could really see the, the, uh, so you just almost made me do it. The Texans, like, <laughs> like right around like six and 11, seven and 10, which would be a, a, a really good bounce back here after yeah. a great draft and all the picks that they just got. For Watson, so they're 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 in a pretty good spot. Uh, I don't want to spend a lot of time in this game because I think it's pretty obvious. Giants at Titans, Titans, Titans. Great, yeah, that's it. Packers visiting the Minnesota Vikings. Now this is odd because the firepower in Green Bay and that other <laughs> that. <laughs> Oh God, I just hate him. Uh, that other quarterback that I just really, really hate, Skidmark. Uh, the line right now is Green Bay minus one and a half, and they're they are at uh, they're at Minnesota. Over under is forty seven. I think for the first time in in Kirk Cousins' uh, stay up there in the NFC North, he has more offensive firepower and more defensive firepower than the Packers do. So this really pains me. Like I'm having some don't. Don't pick the Vikings. Are you going to pick the Vikings? I'm picking the Vikings by 10. You know why I said that? <laughs> Fuck. No. <dude>. <laughs> I like the Vikings too, man. Um, Great. Listen, I think the Vikings, I know I, I know where the Packers are in my power rankings. I get it. You can you can attack me later down the line of where the Packers are my are my power rankings. I think the Vikings could unseat the Packers this year. I really, really do. If you look at the also, so what's been wrong with the Vikings, right? Is they've had the best offense that we've seen put together 
like like talent wise in so long. You had Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, and a quarterback. Listen, I know Kirk Cousins gets a bad rap. I get it. He's a weirdo. He's you watch him mic'd up. You're like, oh my god, if this guy came up to me talking to me, I'd be like. I don't want to talk. It's just like your eighth grade science teacher as a football player. Did you see the one clip where he came up to like some 15 year old and he's like, hey, you look like my roommate from college, bro. You look like this guy. Like he's one of those guys that like you don't know who he is. And just I don't know. Right. But. I just that the offensive coordinator from the Rams is now their head coach, Kevin O'Connell. Right. He he could come out and put Justin Jefferson in a spot to be Cooper Cup. And let me tell you, Jefferson, Justin Jefferson is more athletic than Cooper Cup, I can guarantee. Yeah. So it's just every every position the Rams have, the Vikings have even better. But I just I just see that that whole thing is just going to be, you know, it, it could be very electric. So I'm with you on it. I, I think the Vikings are going to win this game. The head coach of the Vikings was the guy that got Jared Goff to the Super Bowl and the guy that got Jared Goff to beat Patrick Mahomes in that in one of the best, one of the best regular season games of all time. That was like 107 to 106. Exactly. Right. So I think, damn it, I thought, it was, I thought, I thought we were going to disagree there. We have the Kansas, uh, the <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs against the Arizona Cardinals, the DeAndre Hopkins less Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Casey's favored by six points traveling to Glendale, Arizona. I've, I've been, uh, I've been on the Kyler Murray train. I think he's, I, I think he's a, uh, I, I don't know why he would sign that fucking contract, but I've also, because you took such a violent stance against it. I think that Kansas city has a, has an excellent wide receiver room and a great skill position room. So I think Kansas City is going to win this game by 15. Yeah. Again. (laughs) Yeah, no, this is rough, man. I just, so, but like, if you think about it, I was just looking over the week because we have been agreeing literally on every single game. But if you look through the week, like, yes, it's a good slate. I'm very happy with with our week one slate. But it is kind of easy to be chalk and be like, yeah, no, that team, that team kind of looks better than this team. (laughs) <laughs> and that's a hundred percent. That's a hundred percent case here. You know, like listen, I like the Cardinals this year. I like Kyler. I, I liked that they traded for Hollywood Brown. Uh, they they committed to James Conner, and he's now the bell cow there. But I, I just I I don't see them beating the Chiefs. You know what I mean? It, nope. Even 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 with the wide receiver room there, it's still Patrick Mahomes. You know, and and Cliff Kingsbury. You know, I I will go down. I, I'll go. I'll go down. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. But well, I'll you, go. You, d- you better finish that statement. <laughs> all, all I'm saying is Cliff Kingsbury is not a great head coach. You know what I mean? I I, I don't think that he is the dude that can lead. You know, a, a a guy with like Kyler Murray to a championship, who they have to put a studying contract in the clause. I do like DeAndre Hopkins, who clearly has has trouble staying on the field and has trouble being committed to a team. It just it doesn't seem like he's the right guy for that room. And I don't see the Cardinals, you know, upsetting the Chiefs in this game. It's not happening. It's not happening. Why don't you pick first? Because uh, the last four o'clock game on Sunday, uh, we have the Las Vegas Raiders going to the Chargers. And this is 
I mean, this this is the first matchup of what we think is going to be the uh, the best division in football, the AFC West. The line is Chargers by three, so basically a pick them because it's a home game. Over-under is 52. All right, Bobby. Raiders, Chargers. Who you got and why? I'm going Raiders. If, if <laughs> You're kidding me. You're fucking kidding. So I'm going Raiders because, A, the Chargers already don't have a home field advantage here. So I just already look at this as an Oakland uh, home game. If you're asking me, I, I think, or Oakland, God damn it, Las Vegas home game. I'm so high on the Chargers this year, man. I re- really, really like this team. Or the, the Raiders, God damn it. I really, really like the Raiders this year. Um, it, it, it just, you look at Derek Carr last year, what he went through and what he, he brought that team through with Henry Ruggs, you know, in his situation, uh, John Gruden, his situation. There's just so many different things that happen. And, and when a team is going through all that, what's the one thing they try and rely on? The quarterback. And he brought them through it and he brought them to the goddamn playoffs, man. And I, I just, I look at that whole thing and I'm just like, goddamn, that's so impressive. And, and I just think the Raiders this year to me are, are the, the hot topic. And, and, and to me, I think I think they have a possibility to win that division. So I'm going I'm going Raiders in this game. I ha- I have to do it. I'm going Raiders. The Don't division. tell me you're taking the Raiders. So I'm taking the Raiders. Uh and I think that I I think that people for a long period of time, and some of it's been justified, some of it has not been justified, have been underrating Derek Carr. Is he is is he on Patrick Mahomes level? No. But to his credit, he's never had a Devontae Adams in the pros. So the fact that they get to rekindle their college connection, I think that this this has all the makings of, of being uh, like a wagon of a team. With Hunter Renfro <laughs> is now your number two. Like you're in a really good spot. You are in a really good spot. Listen, I think the Chargers made uh, a lot of additions in the offseason as well. I think, but they're notorious for starting uh, slow and always finishing strong. Uh, so, I, like, listen, the winner, of, the loser of this game, does, I'm not going to sit here and say, "Well, they're going to lose the division now." Like, this is going to be a bloodbath of a, of a division, which is why I'm glad that we didn't have to pick that on the uh, on the, uh, the you know the third annual NFC versus AFC show that you find in the show notes because there's a real chance all four teams could win ten games. <laughs> Then what? It's right? it's the craziest division I've ever seen in my life. I, I've right. never seen anything like that. Yep. So now, now we're going to disagree, Bobby. Now, yeah, disagree. Yeah. Sunday night football. I feel like it was building towards this. You know what I mean? It was like a tag team. It was uh, like a tag team chip, like a tag team that like yep. has, has the dip. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm going to turn on you. I'm Owen Hart. You're Bret Hart. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm about to turn. We have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Traveling to Dallas on Sunday Night Football to take on Bobby's Dallas Cowboys. Right now, the line is Tampa Bay two and a half, which is is it's pretty pretty bad. It's like a five and a half point game. That's what they're saying right there. I think uh, it's kind of fair. Over under is fifty one points. Sixty three percent of the voting population believes that Tampa Bay is going to win this game. I've heard everything uh, uh, negative to be said about Tom. You know, he's going through a divorce. Whatever he's going through, he's forty five. Here's what I know. Julio Jones is his fourth option. <laughs> That's what I know. 
Uh, and you got Leonard Fournette doing his best Jerome Bettis impersonation, put on 60 pounds in the offseason of not throughout of, of not muscle. And I think he's going to run like a like a lunatic. People forgot about Cameron Bray. He's a pretty good tight end. That defense is fast. And now you got Todd Bowles in there as the head coach. I think this will be a close game. I think it will mimic uh, pretty much with what, what you saw last year. I'm taking Tampa Bay. I'm going to just tell you right now, I, I think this is going to be one of those. 28 24 games. I'm gonna tell you why you're wrong. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why you're wrong because right, you got, you got uh, CD Lamb and nobody else. <laughs> I was just gonna do this. Yeah. No, uh, I just I just held up my 88 jersey that I have on for everyone. Yeah, we're on YouTube. Yeah, that's, that's, we're, that's we're on YouTube. A, yeah, we're on YouTube now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, no, I, I agree with you. I think it's gonna be a really close game. I, I, no, no, I'm not agreeing with you about. Oh. About the game, I'm not picking against my Cowboys. You fucking crazy? Not a week, week one. For, it's yeah, it's yeah, week one. Come in, <laughs> come on, man. Yeah, no, I, I, I think the Cowboys pull away in a close game here because listen, we already saw this game last year. We literally saw this exact game. It let off the season last year, and now it's the prime time. But it just it, it feels like one of those games that Dak puts him on his shoulders and he wins. He last year he told Brady he was going to see him. <laughs> In, in February, and he, he didn't, but he's seen him again the next September, and I think this time he comes out on top. I'm not sure how he would have seen him in February. They're in the same conference. So that doesn't make any goddamn sense. That moron. In January, whatever, <laughs> what, later in the season. You know what I mean? I, I just, the, 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 the whole Tom Brady saga, man, I, I know it's Tom Brady. I get it. But I got another word today that said Tom Brady still at odds with Giselle. It was it was one of my notifications on my phone, and I'm telling you right now, I've seen someone in a midlife crisis before. Okay, personally, I have I have seen it in my house, and that's what Tom Brady looks like to me. He's got that he's got that skinny jaw going on. He's got a tan that he's never had before. Did you see this dude's haircut? Come on, Trayvon yeah, Diggs. Yeah. Trayvon Diggs is about to pick him off three times in this opening game. Sure, yeah, he got Botox, but let me tell you what you what you're the also the like the alert that you got before that uh that that you know he's Giselle is still not reconciled was at 44 years old he led the league in passing. <laughs> that's fair. So <laughs> I, let's listen, see, I let's just I can't if if you're gonna tell me to talk intelligently about football, I can't sit here and rip Tom Brady in any way whatsoever. So the only thing I can do is attack the personal life that's been blown up my phone for the last three weeks. Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback I've ever seen. I said it on the on the pick show. He's in his prime at age 45. <laughs> like, God damn it, dude. He 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 was voted number one player by the NFL, by the players. player, by the players in, in, in the NFL. That is at age at age 45. Right. Listen, I pick up my daughter and I feel a twinge in my back every like four times. Okay. This dude is 45 and what, what are we? 33, 34, 34. Um, 34. I'm trying to give us a year, you know, for the general public, but this dude is 45 years old and throwing a football for 41 touchdowns and what it was it 12 interceptions, something stupid like that. 5,000 um, yards. Man, 5,000 yards. And was voted the number one player in football. 
I'm picking the Cowboys by three, but I don't feel great about it. And I'm really just hoping that we can stay close. Also, I, I, uh, I, I, I just I, I'm picking the Cowboys by three, and I will go to I will go to death by that. But I think uh, uh, I wouldn't put money on it. We're, we're we are this we're we are just upon the ten year anniversary of uh, of some famous uh, sports pundit claiming that Tom Brady has fallen off the cliff. So just remember that he's still here. <laughs> he's still he's still still fucking here that. after that Absolutely. Chiefs game. No, that was 2014, 2012 when he was see- when he was seeing ghosts and dodging himself in the pocket. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, we're, we're, that's where we are. The final game for Week One. It has Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos returning to his old stomping grounds against the Seattle Seahawks. This uh, this will be, a, I think, an emotionally uh, like a high strung game. There's no way on God's green earth that it's close because the Broncos were not a terrible team with Drew Locke as quarterback, and now they have Russell Wilson. So I get it. He'll be emotional. I'm looking for this. I, I think this. I think that Seattle is going to be loud. I think it's going to be great to see Monday Night Football. Will be must see, but I think that you're going to see uh, Denver by more than uh, I would say by more than ten over Seattle. I want to pick Seattle so bad, just to just to just to you know go against you, but like I can't, man. It, it this game screams to me like 30 to 10 you know what i mean like at, at least it, when you look at this seattle team i love the seattle wide receiver core it, it might be my favorite receiver core in the nfl with D, with dk metcalf and tyler walk i just don't think that they have it anymore it's a completely new regime if i were them i would have completely cleaned house if you're trading russell wilson then you just listen you're bombing it you know what I mean? I, I would have just cleared everything. I, I just don't see Pete Carroll really committing to this this rebuild and committing to Drew Locke or fucking Geno Smith as his quarterback. Get the Geno Smith. You you just had you just had Russell Wilson, and now you're gonna have Geno Smith try and come in and redo that, or to have Drew Locke. No, get the fuck out of here. And now your guys across the sideline from you. This this game has blowout written all over it on my Night football, and, and I can't wait to see the Russell Wilson overreactions a- after that first Monday night game because if there's a thing that screams overreaction to me, it's Russell Wilson blowing out the Seattle Seahawks on a Monday night, the first Monday night football of the year. Oh my god, I can't wait! How excited are you, Bobby? I I, I would say if you were to rate me out on a scale of you know, one to ten, I would go like a fourteen. On a scale of six to midnight, one hundred percent midnight. I'll go eighty-eight. It, on a scale of six to midnight, I'm eighty-eight. Yeah, that's great. Well, for the real BK Bob Kelly, this is Michael Margando saying, if when you are listening to this, you have less than twelve hours till kickoff. Enjoy week one of the NFL, and thank you so much for listening to to, to missing the point. Electric acid. Welcome to Tuning In To Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonize your mind, body, and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. 
Together we explore vibrations, frequencies and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today. Are you a fan of classic cinema or a young person who wants to discover the best films of all time? Do these legendary movies still hold up? On the Generation Film Podcast, two guys who grew up when movies dominated the culture share a great film with a panel of young movie lovers and see how it plays for today's generation. We discuss changes in storytelling styles, representation, and the making of each film, its initial reception, and how its meaning has changed over the years. Join us as we explore cinema classics across generations on Generation Film. Electric acid. Electric acid.